This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. I feel like it's been a while. It it has been a long while for us, not for them. You're right. They don't even know. They don't. We just endured. No, we did not endure. It's the <laughs> best. We just had three weeks of camp, so I was gone for about a month. Yeah, pretty close to. Yeah. And so I was only there for a week full-time, but was out every night visiting because it's camp, and we love it, it. and it's so encouraging and so full of lessons, so... And if you're looking for a little bit more of camp, maybe you came from camp, go listen to Cabin Talks. Hey, that's... With J.J. Shepard and Ethan Schull. That's great. They actually recorded, well, two podcasts at camp, but... You can only hear one. (laughs) One. It's almost the same one because it is. you know it's the same lesson. The first one may have been deleted, so an oh, accident. Anyway, so, so it's it's why I'm just gonna leave that yeah. that yawn in there. Okay, yep. you're just gonna go with it. I didn't even realize I was yawning. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say if you're missing camp, that they could come to evening at camp, which will be August thirteenth. You didn't tell me we were having an evening at camp. Oh. Hey, this is so, so exci- this is brand new information. I'm so excited for it. Our first teen Bible study after camp is always very, very well attended. Lots and lots of people. So we have decided to just have that out at camp as well. So then we can kind of, you know, continue on with, you know, the camp vibes. And Love the camp vibes. Make it not just a teen Bible study, but also an evening at camp. So all ages will be encouraged to come and join in the fun we'll do like a chapel lesson evening activity campfire that kind of thing so little blue bible camp second saturday of august so august 13th and i think it's starting a little bit earlier i'm not sure of the time but it won't just be at six we'll start earlier so we can enjoy more camp time so excited. I can't believe you didn't tell me this before this moment. Um, I mean, let's just, just say you just expected me to announce it on the podcast. I didn't even know it was happening. <laughs> I, I haven't seen a lot of you, so that's not We've true. We've been up till two in the morning almost every night talking to We're each still other. living that camp vibe. We're <laughs> talking. It's like we're in the cabin again. All right. Shall we jump into today's topic? Yeah. Um, why don't you introduce All it? right, because it's another one that's a little bit um, more... Um, obscure. Thank you. That is the word I was try- I was like, discreet. It's not discreet. It's obscure. Um, because once again, we it's a group of women. We don't have names for them. But we find them in the account in Acts chapter 13, starting in verse 42. And we'll just read that whole account through the end of the chapter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we're going to start in verse 42, like you already said, so I didn't need to say it, but I did. It's, a, it's good to repeat because, you know, turning to the Acts to follow along. 13, 42 through 52. <laughs> Please don't read like a robot. <laughs> and when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and the religious proselytes followed Baal. That's their ship name. We're not doing that. Paul, I, well, I accidentally (laughs) did. 
Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them, persuaded them to come in the grace of God. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitude, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. Within, Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should have first been spoken to you, but seeing you put it from you, and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. This is the key verse right here. Key verse. <laughs> but the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city. And Paul and Note and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coasts. But they shook off the dust off their feet and came into Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. All right. So really what we wanted to focus on is big picture. Here Paul and Barnabas are speaking and preaching to um, the synagogue. And then as more and more people hear the lessons and the teachings that they are um, speaking, more people believed, right? They were coming to them and saying, please, you know, teach us more next week. And every week it grew and grew, but caused problem every time, every time. Because in verse 45, it says, when the Jews saw the multitude, the multitude, when they saw the multitude, <laughs> they were moved. It's hard, Addie. Words are hard. I know. When they saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and then began to speak against the things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. So they just saw the crowds that were following after them. And even though they also originally wanted to hear more about what they were teaching, they got jealous and envious and so started pushing back against it. And this lesson isn't about them, but don't be like them because th them are lame. Well, it actually kind of is about them because then you see in verse 50, that key verse that you read, then the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and the chief men among the city and raised persecution. So we're going to focus. I realized that the chief men were also stirred up, but they went after these women, right? They were devout and they were honorable, which most likely means within the Jewish religion, mm -hmm. right? They were um, devout, meaning religious or revered, um, honorable, meaning they were noble or influential. So we have these Jewish women who, um, very prominent women of the city, and the fact that they are called devout makes me think that they were also religious. So they should have been Jews that were looking for the Messiah to come. And here Paul and Barnabas come teaching about him and about the fact that he has come and he, you know, died on the cross and was raised again. If you go back, we didn't read all of that, but you have the whole lesson here that Paul was preaching um, and he's talking about Jesus and they should have been looking for Jesus to come, but yet when the Jews who were envious come to them, they're quickly persuaded to um, turn away 
from Paul and Barnabas. So I was, it made me think of the parable of the sower back in Matthew chapter 13, where the seed is planted and, you know, some of it falls by the wayside and like nothing ever happens with it. But in a couple of the examples, the stony places and the thorns, that seed actually does take root. And that kind of made me think of these women because they were hearing the message and, you know, all of the people of the city were like, tell us more. We want to hear more. And then quickly they turn away from it. So these honorable women that were devout didn't have good roots. You have to have good roots. Be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding. <laughs> um, yeah, because it, it, they were quickly swayed. Did you want to read verses for that? No. Oh, okay. I just wanted to refer to them. Okay. So I did that. Matthew chapter 13. In case I didn't say that. You didn't. Oh. That's why I asked. Because, oh. like, I mean, I know you're right. I just... <laughs> yes, in Matthew chapter 13, you can go and refer to and read the entire parable of the sower. But that's a lot of reading. Yeah, and we actually have a whole podcast on... We have a whole series of We podcasts. do. We have a whole series. If you don't remember the parable of the sower and you don't want to just go back and read it you go back to these four podcasts that i read the same passage four times you can there find <laughs> listen to it all four times and yeah. that way by the end maybe you'll even have it memorized yeah but exactly yeah essentially these women give it a good example of um some of the seed that, word. that does no, not actually no. have roots. And then I, when I read this, thought about the fact that we need to be careful of the people we surround ourselves with. Because the people you surround yourself with are going to change the way that you think. Not only are they going to change the way you think, but they're going to change the way you act. And if you surround yourself with the wrong kind of people you're going to end up doing things that you are not prepared for. Not prepared, not, that's not the word I'm looking for, but you're not, you wouldn't normally do, but it's the people you surround yourself with. So let's go ahead and turn to 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 33, which says, Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. So, it basically says just that. Don't hang around bad people. Because these people turned the Jewish... They weren't Jewish, it doesn't say that. Um, the honorable and devout women against Paul and Barnabas. Even though that they had first believed. But that's because that's who they were around. And the people were around can affect us greatly. And I think sometimes we underestimate the influence that they have on us. But it can be really subtle. I mean, it can even be to the point, which to take a silly example for a minute, but if you're at camp, for instance, and you're hanging around, you know, a group of people that is just complaining the whole time about how hot it is at camp. Mm. Okay, suddenly you start like, oh, it is really hot. And then you like, that's all you can focus on is how hot it is. I, personally, our week was really hot. It was so um, hot. But I didn't really notice it. Like, it wasn't bad. And so we got home from camp, and the people that hadn't been there with us were like, oh, it was so hot. Like, how did you survive that? I'm like, oh, 
it didn't seem so bad. Why? Because we were all out there just enjoying the moments we were having. I have noticed that, that people will come out to visit and they'll be like, how are you still alive? And you're like, it's not that bad. It's actually cooler than it was yesterday. We're kind of thriving. (laughs) Yeah. And so it, but it's just that influence that people have. And like what you start to focus on is what, you know, they're, they're talking about. And that's these women were easily persuaded by the Jews that didn't, well, that had started to believe, but then became envious. And so therefore turned against Paul and Barnabas and their message. I think they didn't like the fact that the Gentiles were believing because, you know, there was that great divide there between the Jews and Gentiles, and they liked it that way. We don't want to be equal. Yeah, they didn't want their salvation to go to the Gentiles. So, they But got, the moment you start thinking like that, this is not your salvation. Yeah, you have to protect against that. So, yeah, kind of a more obscure lesson, but I think one that's really important, obviously, because... Another point we could have looked at that we didn't, but we should have, was is having your own faith. When you have your own faith, you're more secure in it, right? Because theirs theirs might have been based off of other people if they were so easily swayed. Well, that's an excellent, excellent point. And I think part of it, too, when it talks about them being honorable, part of that idea is influential and noble. So they were... Um, women who had um, probably some of their nobility or their position based on the Jewish law and the Jewish um, hierarchy of, you know, um, and all of this. And so um, I kind of forgot where I was going with this. I don't know. Um, They were influential people. Yeah, they were influential people. Oh, and therefore, like... Instead of having their own faith, they were just kind of like, um, yeah, yeah, kind of born into a, a spot, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like someone who, you know, today might have, oh, my dad is an elder or uh, my dad is the preacher. And so they kind of lean on that instead of... And the widow's God. Instead so of, yeah, really growing their own faith. I think we talked about this a lot in our cabin, at least, Um especially the last Bible study we did was really talking about the fact that, you know, as you get older, you need to really work to make sure that um, the things that you set for yourself as far as boundaries and all of this are based on God's word and not just on like other people's expectations of you. Yes, yes, yes. yes, Starting to. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Study and read these things for yourself in God's word. It's important. It is because we are losing a lot of our youth to the world. So be the exception. Don't let that be you. Be the exception. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have for the day. Uh, That's it. Lots of things coming up, right? Evening at camp. Evening at camp podcasts to listen to cabin talks and this one there's also other great ones out there by bible way media yep 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 that's it Mm -hmm. hey Hey. (laughs) um do we say thank you thank Thank you. you we hope you enjoyed this program we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on pandora spotify or podbean thanks for listening